You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Mighty God. You're all welcome. Some of you, I'm just seeing you for the first time this year. So it's good to see you this morning. We've started a Monday. This is the seventh day. We've been fasting. And uh, if you did not if you've not been, if you've not joined us, you're welcome to join us. It's never too late. Amen. All right. And uh, let's press in together. Let's trust God for great and mighty things in our lives. Let's trust God for this year. Trust God to use you this year. More than last year. Trust God for life changed through you this year. Trust trust God for for His anointing increase upon your life. Trust God for His word to be sharper in your mouth. Trust God to operate in great faith. Great faith. You need great faith. For great exploits. Amen. Amen. So we bless God. Thank you so much Jesus. For what you've done for us. We're so grateful. We do not take for granted your sacrifice. The great price you paid. To bring us into the kingdom. Make us kings and priests. Unto our God. Thank you, Father. Bless you for. I declare, O Father, that every single life here and every family represented here will be positively impacted and transformed and changed. Let there be divine fusion. Let there be divine impartation my Lord and my God I thank you let us eat from heaven feed us from above my Lord and my God we receive the kind of manna that required for our assignment in the name Thank you, Father. Bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, we've declared this year our year of heavenly diet. And want to eat from heaven. You know, how many people love to eat? From you tr- like to try meals from other cultures, yeah. Okay. Some of you like Chinese. I can see it on your faces. Wow. <laughs> the Chinese huh? The Chinese yeah. 
Some some of you like uh, okay. <laughs> some somebody likes Nigerian food there. Italian food, Indian food, huh? Italian, Japanese. Wow. Okay. All right. So, you like to eat from different places. And you know, one of the things about, um, one of the, the things about cultures is that food is part of culture. Do you understand? Yeah, when you, when you, when you want to study cultures, part of what you will study is the foods that people eat. Okay. So, um, you, so when you eat from heaven, it's also part of heaven's culture. Are you getting my point? It's also part of heaven's culture. So that's why it's good to eat from above. Because when you eat from above, you are participating in the culture of heaven. When you participate in the culture of heaven, guess what? You begin to have heavenly results in your life. You begin to experience things that are out of this world. Everybody eats spiritually, not just physically. All eat physically, all eat spiritually, but it depends on what people are eating. Why? Because the enemy has his own food as well. Yeah, he has his own, he has his own diet as well. There's a diet from hell. There's a diet from hell. And uh, most of our nations are feeding from hell without knowing. Sometimes we think we are progressing when we begin to imbibe such <laughs> um, philosophies and certain ideologies come on and you think it's just a way of thinking but you understand that it die because spiritually what you eat determines how you think come on yeah spiritually what you eat determines how you think and how you think determines how you behave And obviously, how you behave determines your destiny. Okay. So that's why you need to be conscious of what you are putting into your spirit. You must be conscious of it. Not everything is good for you. Not everything is compatible with your destiny. Do you get my point? 
Yeah, so if you are not conscious of the fact that you have a destiny and God has placed you here for a reason and there is an assignment upon your life and that assignment requires a particular kind of diet, you can miss God. Even, even the sports people know this. Yeah? You're preparing for Olympics and um, you, you can't eat just everything everybody's eating. You can't. Unless you want to make a joke of yourself. But if you are serious and you want that medal, <laughs> you have to be aware of what you put inside your mouth. So everybody... A lot of times when people ask me, oh, is it wrong to do this or that? It's not a question of that. Whether it is a sin or not, it is compatible with your assignment. Is it compatible with your destiny? Huh? They say, oh, what's, what's, what's wrong with eating... Imagine you're going to swim. You have this Olympic um, tournament, you know, and you are supposed to. Your coach tells you, listen, this is all you can eat for the next how many months you have to be eating like this. And you have to be training like this. Gives you a training uh, regime and it gives you the diet you have to stick to it now you like other things but you want that medal more than the other things you like are you getting my point so because of that you now have to obey that coach isn't it interesting you are paying someone to restrict you Tell you what to do with your life. Oh well, my life belongs to me. I'm my own. With that kind of attitude, you won't go far. You can't go far like that. Hmm? So, what is your what is your diet? What kind of diet is compatible with your destiny? So I want to title this message. Eating for destiny. Eating for destiny. You can't just eat like everybody. If you have a destiny, you need to now find out what kind of diet is compatible with my destiny. And then begin to eat accordingly. Let's go to the book of Luke. St. Luke's Gospel. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 1. We see here in Luke, there's, a, there's an account here from verse 5. Reading from verse 5, it says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the division of Abijah. 
His wife was the daughter, uh, was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren. And they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as a priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Hallelujah. Interesting. This man and his wife, the Bible says they were righteous. They were upright. Serving faithfully, diligently, year in, year out. They've prayed, they've trusted God, and now the angel comes and says, your prayer has been heard. I'm here to answer your prayer. Your wife is going to conceive, and she is going to bear you a son. You will call his name John. Uh, he's going to be great in the sight of the Lord. But the angel gave him some dietary restrictions. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, come on, angel. How can you say that? In those days, there was um, there's what is called the Nazarite vow. So the Nazarites were not allowed. If you were a Nazarite, you were not allowed to come near any strong drink. And in case you don't know, <laughs> what you eat matters. If it didn't, God will not tell this man. God will not instruct him, give him that instruction. A similar instruction was given to the mother of Samson. You remember? So in other words, what you take in can affect your ability to fulfill destiny. 
and this guy, God says, okay, verse 15, he will be great in the sight of the Lord, shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And you know, you know that the Holy Spirit is a drink as well. Spiritually, yes. Jesus said in John chapter 7, I think verse 37, Oh, anyone that thirsts should come to me and drink. Am I correct? And the Bible says this he spake of the Holy Spirit. So God is saying to Zechariah, listen, your boy is going to have the drink from heaven. His own drink is coming from heaven. The Holy Spirit is God's drink. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it coming together? Amen. The Holy Spirit is God's wine. So God says, you don't need to mix this with the earthly one because his destiny, he's supposed to be great in the sight of the Lord. His assignment is not compatible. With strong drink. Hello? So the question is this. Is it a sin for John the Baptist? If he, if he wants to fulfill destiny. Then it is a sin. If he, if he doesn't mind just living like every other person. Then it's not a sin. Come on. Yeah. You have to understand that you don't live your life just asking, ah, what is wrong with this? What is wrong? No, 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 no. If you are still at that level, you are the baby level. But if you want to advance, you want to get into the point where you start fulfilling destiny, you need to start asking, what is compatible with my destiny? What is good for me? That's why Paul says, not, you know, he says, all things are lawful to me, but not all things are expedient. In other words, not all things are necessary. The question is not, is it a sin? The question is, is it necessary? Hello? Yeah. Is it necessary for me? Is it necessary? Is it compatible with my destiny? Is it compatible with my future? Is it compatible with my assignment? Is it compatible with who God has called me to be? That's the question you should be asking. So stop asking me, is it a spot? Tell me your destiny, then I'll tell you if it is compatible or not. Are you getting my point? So you don't look at people and then now use them to determine whether something is good for you or not. Don't. Because you don't have the same destiny. You don't have the same destiny. So, I'm telling you, there are things. For instance, the doctor told me not to take, you know, dairy stuff. Is it a sin to drink it? I enjoy cheese. But now, every time I look at cheese, I look at her and I say, because of you, I can't eat this. 
If I see you eating cheese, I cannot come to you and start saying, why are you eating cheese? No, I can't, I can't, I can't say that. Why? Because we're not the same. We're not the same. Our configuration is not the same. Are you getting my point? You need to pay attention to your destiny before as to determine your kind of diet. Pay more attention to your destiny. John the Baptist, look at his destiny. God says huh, that he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. So then if he breaks his dietary prescription or requirements by God, he will probably tell us a few. But God's destiny was for him to turn how many? Many. many of the children of Israel to their God. So in case you don't know, what you eat spiritually will determine how far you go. It will determine what you are going to carry out. There is a connection. There is a connection. That's why there are certain things I won't feed myself with. There are certain things I will not put into my spirit. Why? They are not good for me. There is certain kind of music I will not listen to. It's not good for me. Do you understand? It's, 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 going, it's, it's a diet. Yeah. Music is a diet. Words are a diet. Come on. Yeah. So, the words you listen to all the time. If you listen to gossip all the time, do you know that that's a diet? Do you know that you are eating, feeding your spirit with garbage? Hmm? Come on. Yeah, just look straight. Everybody will know you're the one. You don't do such things. No, 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 no. It's like, pastor, you mean people do that? <laughs> hmm. You don't do such things. Come on. You don't eat junk. It's like eating from the trash can. That's what happens. That's what you do when you eat, when you feed upon those kind of things. It's like when somebody begins to slander and you eat it. You take it in. Do you know it will affect you? Yeah. If somebody begins to slander another person and you begin to take it in, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how strong you are, it will affect you. It will start affecting your judgment. It will start affecting your perception. It will start affecting what you think and what you feel. Even your feelings will be affected. Yeah. So that's why I'm careful what I let in. Because my journey is very far. I cannot afford to lose my energy now. <laughs> Are you getting me? Yeah. So if you keep listening to murmuring all the time, people are grumbling, people are murmuring, people are complaining, 
It is a diet. It is a diet. And that diet is meant to kill. And that's why the Israelites, God was giving them manna, but yet they were feeding on what the enemy was supplying them. They couldn't believe God. They couldn't have faith. Do you understand? How do you develop great faith by listening to Satan? Huh? How? 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 You can't. So, well, if the inspiration is from and you keep listening to it, every day you're listening to it, then you wonder why you struggle to pray. You wonder why you struggle to read your Bible. You wonder why you struggle to obey God. You wonder why you struggle to resist temptation. It's a diet. Okay, yeah, so quiet on me now. <laughs> Hallelujah. So John the Baptist, God's plan, not a plan for him to be great, right? And I believe that God's plan for you is, to be, is greatness. Because Jesus said that of all those born of a woman, none as great as John the Baptist. So truly, he was great. Okay? In other in in the in 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 the uh, in God's scheme of things, from the perspective of the kingdom, John the Baptist was greater than Moses. Come on, think about that. John the Baptist was Abraham. That's what Jesus said. Of those born of a woman, none is greater than John the Baptist. What was it that made him great? That for that homework. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he was greater, but then the Bible says that he's in the kingdom of God. How many people are in the kingdom of God here? You are greater than John the Baptist. So you are called unto greatness you are destined for greatness that's why having great faith is second nature to you are you getting my point it's second nature to you yeah but you have to be smart and know what you feed upon Okay, everybody knows that all the garbage has a place in you. They will keep coming. Yeah. All right, they will keep coming. But when they now realize that ah, uh, this one doesn't take such trash, they won't come to you. They won't come to you. Hmm? Somebody comes and says, "Did you know? Have you heard?" Let me tell you something about Anele you don't know. You know what? Tell the person, just stop, stop, stop. Um, phone Anele. Say, Anele, come, please. Um, there is something going on here. Huh? Yeah, if it is, if, if, yeah, okay, fine. You want to pass this information? All right, let, let's do it in her presence. 
How about that? Yeah? Let's, let's have that as part of our code of conduct. Yes? Then you'll find out that less trash will come into, come, it will start coming your, I mean, it, it won't come your way. Because when you gain a reputation of being selective as to what you consume, people notice that. Come on. Is it okay to say things like this in church? Yes. Hallelujah. Then you come and say, oh, well, you know, uh, Pastor Ryan, you know, um, this is, then you say, oh, please just pray for her. <laughs> you just added that yeah. to make it sound spiritual. <laughs> There's nothing, it's not that you have a burden and a heart to, to pray for that person. You're just saying it because of, of your, what is it? Your desire to spread trash. And then some people, hey, like, even when people are not talking to you, you, you start eavesdropping. Trash, 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 trash. It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't concern you in any way, but you want it. A collector of all, all the, the, you know, when food is expired, they, 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 they get rid of it, right? That's what you are collecting. Hmm? Incinerator. Huh. If you're going to fulfill destiny, you have to pay attention to these things I'm saying. I'm telling you, you have to pay attention. Huh? And if a, if a person tells you, you ask, tell, ask the person, are you ready to say this in front of Theo? Uh, when Theo comes, I'm going to quote you in front of him. And you need to confirm that what you are saying is true. Are you ready to do that? If you are ready, then I'll listen to you. If you are not ready, just... Take it away. For sake. <laughs> yeah. Take it away from me. I don't need it. Yeah. I mean, I, I am amazed at how the enemy works on people's imaginations. I don't forget how somebody went and said some things about me. So much that all my friends against me. And I said, Eric, but why did you do this? I said, I didn't. No, but you know, but she said this. But she said, what? No, it didn't happen. It's not true. It was spreading all over, all my friends. I thought this one, but why did you? But why did you? Until my brother phones me and says to me, I know you won't lie to me. Tell me, did this happen? I said, no, no such thing. You know me. I can't do that. 
say I'm satisfied. Hallelujah. Hmm? But that trash has spread and it has affected the way my friends perceive me. It affected the way some of them look at me and relate with me. Why? Somebody's creative. (laughs) Hellish imagination. Until later I confronted her. I said, tell me, did you tell people this and this and this? She said, yes. I said, why did you do that? Did I directly or indirectly insinuate this? She said, no. Then why did you do that? I wanted it that way. C'est pas possible. It's not possible. Hallelujah. So, what am I saying? Sometimes, you know, what you eat in the spirit, you eat by listening. Do you understand? Now you are eating spiritually. As I'm talking. You are being fed spiritually. That's why your spirit feels good each time you come to church. When you are discouraged, when you are and you come to church sometimes when they especially when it's anointed word, you feel refreshed. How many people know what I'm talking about? Yeah, why? It's you are being fed. That's how you eat in the spirit. So always pay attention to what you listen to because it is going into your spirit. Okay? Mm. So if you keep listening to negative stuff, negativity all the time, how many know that it will be difficult to be positive? It will be difficult. Glory, glory, glory. So you got to eat for your destiny. Eat for your destiny. There is what you need to eat spiritually in order to become who you are supposed to be. Because even in the natural, the doctors tell us that we are what we eat. Is that not so? Yeah, that's what that's what they tell that's what they tell us. Where are the doctors in the house? Come on. No doctors today. <laughs> okay, the rest are on duty. We have one here. <laughs> I'm correct, doctor. Okay. Yeah. So, if you keep eating junk, healthy yeah. are you going to be? Not at all. You can't be healthy. That's why you go to the doctor, they tell you don't take, they are taking too much salt. Stop, yeah. stop it. Yeah. Hmm? Cut, down, cut down on this. Why would they say that? But I enjoy it. It's not good for you. You enjoy it, but it's not good for you. So stop it. Okay? So I enjoy taking this kind of information. It's not good for you. Stop it. Amen. See, I'm a spiritual doctor, so I can tell you that. Yes. It's not okay for you. Amen. Stop taking it. Alright? It's not okay for you. You want to be strong. Because they know their God shall be strong 
and do great exploits. Great exploits, you better watch what you eat. Why do you think Daniel and his friends uh, decided not to partake of the king's king food? Exotic food from the palace. It's not compatible with their destiny. Are you getting my point? It's not compatible with their destiny. So they said, no, 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 no. We're not going to... We don't, we, don't, we don't want to, in fact, they say we don't want to defile ourselves. Yes. So what you eat can defile you. Mm-hmm. Your spiritual diet can determine whether you are clean or not. <laughs> Amazing. I want to eat for my destiny. Amen. So that's why sometimes uh, I tell people, look, because of, because of what God wants to do in our lives, there are things we don't bother to feed you with. Do you get my point? Yeah, why? You are being molded. You are being shaped. Huh? You are being prepared for great things. Amen. So that's why we cannot, we don't sugarcoat. We just give it to you. You take it into your spirit, your spirit will sort it out. Your mind can be offended by the message, but your spirit will be rejoicing. Yeah. So there are some messages that are offensive to the mind. They are offensive to the mind. Why? Because the flesh, the sinful nature, has latched onto the mind. That's why God's word can be offensive to people. Come on, God's word. The word, the Bible says, Jesus said, the word speaks to you, they are spirit and they are life. Imagine life is offending people. Think about that. Life. Huh? The moment he speaks, when you hear him, you will live. You come alive when you hear him. And yet, your mind will tell you, Nah, I don't like this. What? It's because you don't want to live. You don't want to live. That's why Jesus said, If you don't eat my flesh, you will not live. That's why it's called the bread of life. Are you getting my point? So come on. Somebody say, I am eating for my destiny. destiny. Amen. Make a commitment this year to eat for destiny. Not just eat because, you know, it's a cool thing to eat. Huh? Eat kind of food that is good for you. The kind of food that will make you strong. The kind of food will empower you to eat giants. Come on. Oh. Amen. Amen. So there is what you eat. Huh? It's like Caleb and Joshua. You know when we're talking about Caleb? 
Different spirit that Caleb had. Caleb saw the same things that the other ten spies saw. But who fed the other ten spies with the negative information? The enemy. Huh? So that's why sometimes when you look, when you're facing a situation, that situation is talking to you. It's telling you, you can't even, you can't even try. Don't even You're not qualified. You can't do this. Huh? I'm too strong. I've been here for many years. I've taken out many hands. You don't stand a chance. So that situation is preaching to you. And it's, it's, it's trying to feed your spirit. The moment you allow it into your heart, your faith has gone out of the window. <laughs> you see? Caleb tried. He quieted the people. Don't, don't, be, don't be scared. God is going to give us the land. Hmm? Why? Because Caleb has been feeding from the mouth of God through Moses. He has been feeding from the word of God. Amen. The others had the opportunity. Huh? They had the opportunity, but they did not take advantage of it. There are sometimes, there are some people, I look at them and I say, this person, I've, uh, I've made certain statements about some people, right? I say, this one, <laughs> should I say it in church? Okay. Let's say something else. Hallelujah. There are some people you just know this one lacks home training. There are some people like that. You know that. You know what I'm talking about. You just see them. Just, no manners. Some basic things. Just to say thank you is a problem. How many people know that that's, a bad, that's, that's bad? Somebody's you, you, you just feel entitled to everything. Yeah. Everybody owes you. Yeah. And who are you? Huh? Who are you? I don't owe you. Okay, I owe you love. <laughs> yeah. The Bible says that. Yeah? I owe you love. Yeah? And I owe you the word as well. Amen. I'm supposed to teach you the word. Amen. To feed you Amen. with the word of life. Amen. So some people had home training but they had the opportunity to be trained at home but they somehow escaped. It's, it's amazing. It's not that they... It's, it's because you can tell that they escaped because you see their siblings who, were, who went through the same training better. And you see, how did this one miss it? 
So when the lessons were going on, this person boycotted. The person bunked classes. Yeah. You can tell. And so it happens also in church. You are hearing the same message. Come on. The same meal is being fed. And some people will come out with another nature. So what does that tell you? They're eating from somewhere else. Yeah. I've learned that from experience. I just need to watch people for some time. I can tell what they've been eating. It's, it's, it's not too difficult. It's not too difficult, especially with, with what we do. We can tell. Huh? There are certain struggles that can be traced to certain meals. Spiritual diets. Some spiritual diets produce some kind of struggles. You don't know that? You better wake up. Yeah, it does. Oh yeah. So, when you are, when you are feeding on those things, those things don't tell you, I'm spiritual. No, 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 no. They don't tell you, this is a spiritual meal. This is a... Um, this is something... <laughs> Oh my God. No, it's, it's, it won't tell you. It just comes like that and you are just absorbing it, absorbing it, absorbing it. Then you start getting weaker, 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 weaker. And you wonder what's happening. <laughs> yeah, the Lord gave me some insight. Some, you know, sometimes he just began to show me some people. I said, this person, this person, this person. Huh? Be careful. Why? Because this person, this struggle you're having came from this person. This one came from this person. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So there are some people, you keep listening to them, you start, it becomes easier for you to disbelieve God. You are somebody that used to have faith. You used to have faith. Then all of a sudden, it's now, how am I sure that this God is real? It's a diet. It's a product of a diet. Hallelujah. And that's why you find out people can, you know, grow up in the house of God and then become totally antichrist. And you wonder, like, what is this? Mom, what happened? It's a diet. You just need to eat it long enough. The more you eat it, your spiritual cells begin to change. Huh? Your spiritual configuration begins to change and begins to adapt to what you are eating. And the next thing you find out that you start doing what you never imagined you could do. It's diet related. You are what you eat. Glory to God. My Lord. 
May the Lord give you wisdom. Amen. May He give you discernment. Amen. To know how to choose what you allow into your life. Yes. There are many times I've gone to God in prayer to, to flush out things. Do you understand? From my system, my spiritual system. Yeah. There are sometimes, there are some medications the doctors give to you and then you just, you know, you detox. Come on. Yeah, so from time to time you need a spiritual detox as well. Yeah. So all that doubt, you need to detox it. All that fear, Get it out of your system. Detox. You need a spiritual detox. All that, all that unbelief. Detox. Come on. Huh? What else? Hmm? You know those things that now begin to shake your walk with God. And then you, you, you find it hard to stand. Just, just have some time of detox. Yeah, and this is the good time to do it. Yeah. This is a good time. Yeah. It's interesting that fasting is good for physical detox, right? Yeah. But also spiritual detox. Yes. So all those toxins that are poisoning your faith. The Bible says, do not allow any root of bitterness to spring up in you, whereby many are defiled. Yeah. Understand? getting bitter you know what starts happening it starts eating you inside so detox come on am I making sense hallelujah my lord I'm trying to read somewhere but my spirit is not going there so let's First, um, first Kings. Let's look at First Kings. First Kings, chapter nineteen. Lord have mercy. Amen. The Lord is. Jesus is Lord. God is preparing us for something. Something massive. All right, let's look at chapter 19 of um, 1 Kings, verse 2. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Now, Elijah had killed 450 of Baal. Alright? And the news got to Queen Jezebel. And she sends a message to Elijah. Right? And then, let's read on. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life 
and went to Bathsheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. Okay, let's read on. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat, sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die and said, It is enough now, Lord, take my life, for I am not better than my father's. You see what has happened here is this. Jezebel sends a diet to Elijah. Just send a meal to him. And Elijah eats that meal. He eats it from Jezebel. Hello, if you eat from Jezebel. Ha! Yo. Your, your, your faith will fly out. Your boldness will vanish. Hmm? So, this is the prophet, the great man that shot <laughs> the heavens. Huh? And the same that killed 450 prophets of Baal, the man that caught fire from heaven. A diet comes. Just what you did to those prophets. By tomorrow. <laughs> By tomorrow, your life will be like this. Huh? So he ate it. And after eating it in his spirit, oh my God, the guy starts running. He, he's running, he's running, running, running. And he gets to a point that he left his, his, his servant. You stay here. Because now, he's afraid. He doesn't even trust his servant. You stay here. And then he continues a day's journey. He's running, running. And then he gets uh, under the broom tree and he says, God, kill me. Kill me. The question is this. Did he really want to die? If he wanted to die, he's facing the wrong direction. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to die, just go to Jezebel. Yeah, I mean, what... what so he is. Yeah. So that's what he didn't want to die. But it's the diet that is working. The diet, what he ate from Jezebel, made him suicidal. Are you getting my point? What he ate made him suicidal. And what you eat matters. What you eat matters. Who you eat from matters as well. So he ate this meal from Jezebel. And he's running, running. And he gets so tired. He's under the tree now. He's so tired. He cannot run anymore. He said, God, okay, kill me now. Let's read the next verse. Then, as he lay and slept under the broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. So what you are going to eat now is going to detox you Amen. from that poison you ate from Jezebel. Amen. Are you getting me? Yes. So the 
angel. God sent an angel from heaven to feed the prophet, the suicidal prophet. I'm telling you, I've been suicidal before, and I'm telling you, it comes from what you eat. can tell you from experience all right next verse look at then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water so he ate and drank and lay down again huh <coughs> lay down exhaustion was too much and the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said arise eat why? Let's read it together. Because your journey Come on. Your journey is too great for it. Why? Because your journey is too great. Listen, your journey to destiny is great. Amen. So there is a kind of diet you need to eat. For this journey. You can't be eating from Jezebel and then go and fulfill destiny. If you eat from you become weak and you become suicidal and you start running from what should be running away from you. Amen. This is a prophet. He could have just gone to Jezebel. If I am a man of God, <laughs> let the ground open. And he could have done that. He had the power. Remember, he called down fire several times. But what happened? It's his diet. He ate from Jezebel. Amen. Who are you eating from? It's what you are eating compatible with your destiny. Is it compatible with your assignment? Is it compatible with your journey? Oh, everybody's eating. So there's nothing wrong with eating it. Yeah, well done. Eat it, just don't try to fulfill that destiny after putting that thing into your system. It will affect you. Glory to God. So, I am praying. And I want you to pray for yourself and say, God, give me discernment. Help me to know what is compatible with my assignment. Help me to know what is compatible with my destiny. Do you understand? Help me to know what to eat and what to reject. Even if everybody around me is eating it, it might not be okay for me. Let me know what is not okay for me. And let me know what is good for me. If others don't like it, but it's good for me, I don't need to be influenced by the opinions of others so as to reject what is good for me. God. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I've said enough. Amen. We need to pray. Amen. Let's talk to God. I, I, I believe that God is setting you up for some great things. There's a great destiny before you. You shall be great in the sight of the Lord. You're going to turn many to the Lord. Many in this nation and in other nations. You will turn them to the Lord. It's a company of people 
There's a company of people that God is raising. And you are part of them. You are part of that army that God is raising. You're part of that army that's going to make a difference that will change the landscape of this land. That will change the landscape of this continent. I believe that. And there's a kind of diet you need in order to achieve that. Mighty God. Come on. Talk to him. Jesus, my Lord. Jesus. Give us discernment, O oh God. Give us wisdom. Help us be able to discern. What is good for us? It doesn't matter how that meal looks. If it's not good for me, I don't want it. I don't want it. Jesus. Like Elijah, the first time he ate, and the angel brought them another meal one for detox, one for destiny. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord. Thank you, Father. Jesus, my Lord. If you are going to work in great faith, you have to be conscious of your diet. If you are going to work in great faith, you must be conscious of your diet. What you eat matters. Don't be fooled. It matters what you take to your system. When you start going to the wrong websites, you start struggling with lust and you wonder why you're struggling with lust. It's where you are feeding from. It's what you have eaten. Let's ask for a spiritual detox. Let's ask for a spiritual detox. Ask the Lord to flush out yes. everything that you have consumed that is not good for you, that is not good for your system, for, that is not good for your destiny. Let them be flushed out now. Let the fire of God 
Yes, Lord. Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. If you want to walk in signs and wonders, you have to have the right diet. If you want to work in miracles, you have to have the right diet. If you want to walk in power, you need to have the right diet. If you want to walk in purity, you need the right diet. If you want to walk in victory, you need the right diet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. It's your spirit and his life. I have received, I have received the, bread from heaven, the bread from heaven right now. Right now. Everything in my system, everything that I have consumed, that is not compatible with my destiny, let them be flushed out, out of my life. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I receive. I receive the strength. I receive the energy. I receive the power to fulfill my assignment by virtue of what I have eaten. In the name of Jesus, let your word be effective in my life. Let your word be fruitful in my life. Let your, word Let your word empower me, empower me. embolden me, embolden me. And, equip me. and equip me with all that I need, all that I need. to become who you have called me to be. Right now I receive right by faith, faith all the nourishment, all the nourishment that, your word contains that your word contains for my spirit. Right now. Thank you, Father. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.